Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then... That same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line. And that's why I'm here. To keep you in line. A line we call the dry line. That's right, it is the Country Music Edition of the Dryline Farmer Podcast. I am your host, Brent Carlson, and you are here once again with the Dryline Farmer Podcast. We are always happy that you come in here and download this bad mother of a podcast. Landon, great to have you again. How's it going, Brent? Good to be back. Man, always great to have you, Landon, and uh, we've had some excitement over the last uh, week since we had... Uh, everybody listened to us last. Uh, we're a day late and probably a dollar short too. We uh, we got to go to one of the preeminent events of Hereford, Texas last night. It was the Desmith Electric Co-op annual meeting. It was off the hook. It was off the channel. I had a brother that even won a door prize. So he's taking us all out to the uh, Sizzler next week, if there is such a thing still. But um, yeah, we're so we're happy that you're here. You're happy that you're listening to us. We're happy that you're following us here on uh, the Dryland Farmer Podcast, and you're following me on Twitter at Trader Brent. Landon is no twit land no twit Landon forty four always real on top of that uh Twitter following Landon we know you got a big one when uh, you don't even know your own Twitter handle and uh, by the way give us a report on that Twitter update how many followers now well I had a good week I doubled I doubled up my total so I'm up to two followers right now is this a North Korean follower or who is this uh, lovely well, follower this looks like a somewhat of a hayseed plowboy <laughs> up in the panhandle. Oh man, you're already getting don't don't get ahead of yourself now, Landon. But <laughs> I'm sure I'll be back to one next week after that. <laughs> probably so. Probably so. Yeah. We yeah, that's segment two, Landon. Segment two is country music. Well, since he's already got us into that and uh, we've already done our Twitter feed, yeah, today is country music and the overglorification of the blue collar worker and yes, even us farmers. That's right, I said it. The overglorification of us farmers and the over-demonization of the man. Even though every one of us, pretty much every one of us, wants to be the man. So you just go ahead and listen in segment two. And we're going to go off in some of the most terrible country songs that over-glorifies being poor. Now, not every blue-collar worker, not every farmer obviously is poor, but they sure do glorify it. Nonetheless, we're going to get into, uh, yeah, we've had another great week of weather. We're at day 160. That's 160 days without measurable precipitation. Any measure, we went the in, spring was what? The first day of spring was the 20th of March. We went the entire winter without one flake of snow. Not even snow, snow from the winter. Not even a nuclear winter snowflake. I mean, we would have even taken that at this point. We went, the, I can't remember the last time we went the entire winter without snow landon you got any did can you remember anything but you're younger than me so you shouldn't remember anything either maybe 1987 i'm not i'm just guessing here that's like when you were born isn't it no no i was about five then okay well yeah anyway 
Yeah, it's been a long time nonetheless. So yeah, we had a. Uh, it's it's been real fun. We've had more fire weather warnings, and uh, we even had a near close. It's not. They always call it a close, a near miss. Actually, it's a isn't it a near hit. It's a really close miss because it missed it. They had a fire at the cotton GNO here last week, and um, it fortunately all, all it got was cotton. Didn't get any people or structures, but uh, so we had more of that more that fun fire weather weather. It's great. I mean, at least we're having some kind of weather, right, Landon? Oh, yeah. It's a dream come true. That's why we all live here in the Texas Panhandle. Well, hey, before we go any further, uh, get on the weather streak, because you know how farmers like to talk weather. I was going to talk pets and animals. And um, we went to the Paladur Canyon State Park here. It's about a 30-minute drive over here from where we live. And it's the second biggest canyon in America. Landon, I bet you can't guess what the first, the biggest canyon in America is, can you? Oh, it's a... That's right, you don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, so we went and hiked, and I pulled about the Achilles tendons that I do have left, and uh, it was like a little five-mile round trip. Anyway, and we thought about taking our dog. He's a gr- like a Great Dane mix. He's a part horse dog kind of thing. Anyway, we, we debated about taking him, and we was like, eh, it'd just be too much trouble. Well, we get there, and apparently we were in the one the the, the bottom 1%. Usually, I'd like to, everybody wants to be in the top one percent. We were in the bottom one percent of people who didn't bring their dogs. Now, Landon, when I tell you they brought their dogs, they didn't just bring their dogs like on a leash or put them on some harness that pulled them up to the mountain or anything like that. No, these dogs had these fancy leashes. I, I crap you not, Landon. Dogs in strollers on a canyon hiking trail, I, like. Yeah, yeah, Landon. It, it was awesome. It was like a it was like a scene out of a Stephen King novel where the baby is a dog, and the yeah, I swear I saw a dog with a little rattle in his paw, and um, so yeah, it was it was something else. I, I mean, we're gonna have one of these days. We're gonna have an episode on dogs and how people are humanizing dogs way too much, being pushed around in strollers, carried on airplanes, riding in purses, and being called comfort animals. Now, I'm sure to some of those people, maybe they are comfort animals, but you need to realize when you get on a tube with wings on it and 127 other people, your pet's needs are become secondary to our needs. It's not the other way around. Okay, Landon, I'm going to give you a little prediction here. I predict in 25 years that our roles are going to be completely reversed. Dogs will be walking upright, leading us around by the collar, and bagging up our <laughs> sh- <laughs> Brent, I just hope 25 years from now, when I'm 60 years old or whatever, that there's a YouTube video of my dog owner, the the dog that owns me, picking up one of my stink pickles. That would that would be great. Yeah, it's, I'd love to hear what dogs say the words stink pickles too. But as I was saying, yeah, in 25 years, so you know, we're on the flip side of this thing. It's you know, it won't be all bad. I mean, we'll get to be waiting at home all day, eating from a self feeder, licking whatever we want whenever we want, until we fall asleep into our five-hour nap. Like I said, it doesn't sound too bad. And as a bonus, you won't even care if everyone blames the farts on you. So, you know, it's kind of a win-win situation. Those farts will be mine. Yeah, Landon, I've sat to you, next to you way too many times not to know what your flavor is. <laughs> now, Landon, you said as you walked in here earlier, y'all had some kind of a, I don't know, hopefully it's not rabbit, a nocturnal animal walk by the good old Hereford Grain Co-op. Tell us all about that. Yeah, we had a we had a pretty exciting morning at the old corporation. I was I was taking off. I took off this afternoon to do a little plowing, so we had to get all our excitement in before noon. We had a skunk walking around by the back door. 
And this is in the daytime, so you can probably only guess that this thing's probably rabid. But being in a small town and working at a co-op, we did the only sensible thing we could. We have a currently have a trap with some dog food set up overnight. And I'm sure we'll have one or two cats in there in the morning, but maybe we'll maybe we'll catch him. Maybe we won't. See, I've never understood why you would want to trap a, trap a skunk. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Wouldn't you want some like some kind of repellent? Don't they have like skunk off, Landon? Skunk off? <laughs> yeah, that's what you told your date at homecoming, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my fart then too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a little skunky from what I read in the yearbook. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't bottle that stuff up. Maybe it has mythical powers or something. We'll we'll find out. Not my farts. The the, the skunk juice. <laughs> I guarantee you, you've got some Greek god living there. Because yeah. I mean, I guarantee you that dude. I might be <laughs> might be a deity because whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it died and came back. It got resurrected on the third day is all I'm saying. I wish my wife would quit making enchiladas. You better hope your wife quits listening to this podcast. Yeah, she probably will after today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah, our listeners can't get too fewer. But uh, yeah, so uh, people just 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 when you don't treat your dog like a like a human. It's not. I mean, I know you love your dog. I love our dog. He's a nice dog. His name is Hank. He lives in the backyard. He sleeps in the house at night. He sheds all over the place. I vacuum his hair. I give him a bath like every two weeks to keep him from shedding. And I only kick him in the jaw when he deserves it. I was kidding about that last point, PETA. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, just keep it in check. That's all I got to say. Everything in moderation, as the old saying goes, keep it in check. I noticed somebody tried to get a peacock on a plane the other day and called it a comfort animal. Thank God the public that was going to put their feet down and said, no cocks on this plane. We're, we're just putting our foot down there. But yeah, I don't know how a peacock can be a comfort animal, especially when he gets those feathers all over the place. It's bad enough getting dog hair in your free coke, let alone those down feathers that those peacocks have. But uh, we've, we've rambled on enough for this first segment. We're going to get into our second after this word from Ricky Ricardo. He's always here. I think he's even got a little more of a positive forecast coming up. So we're going to hear from him. And first, our new sponsor this week, it's... Gene Bauer Ford, don't get mean, call Gene. And we'll have Ricardo after that, and we'll be back with your favorite songs that we hate right after this. Gene Bauer. That's right. Here at Gene Bauer Ford, we're here to serve you. We're here to put you in that pickup for your dreams, that big four-door, thousand-horsepower son of a bitch you boys dreamed of at night. That's right. Hell, we've heard some people, some famous guy on the radio said, you better have $5 billion before you even think about buying a brand new truck. Let me tell you about people like that. They don't know what the hell they's talking about. They don't live in Texas either. Because here at Dean Bauer Ford, we don't even talk about the full price of a pickup truck. That's right. All we talk about is payments. Payments, payments, payments. Why do we talk about payment so much? Because we like to see your beautiful face every week. That's right. We not only offer yearly payment options, we offer monthly. We offer weekly. Hell, if your credit rating is bad enough, we'll even offer you a daily payment plan. That's right. You just drop in by Gene Bauer Ford every day after work and twice on Sunday. Why twice on Sunday? Because we're closed on Saturday. That's right. Hell, and if you even qualify to be a special customer, we'll put you on the hourly payment plan. 
That's right, the hourly payment plan. You come by every day, every hour during your work. We don't care. If you don't see you 15 minutes after that first hour, we're sending somebody after you. That's right. I don't give a damn if you work in the Huntsville Green Mile, you know, where they execute all them sons of bitches. That's right. We're going to come after that payment. Well, we're a great friend to have, but we're a bad enemy if you piss us off. That's right. But Gene Bauer Ford, we ain't worried about that. We's gonna be friends for those entire seven years if you're gonna finance that big pickup. That's right. Seven years we're gonna be friends. And if you're on the daily plan, boy, you'll never get enough of us. That's right at Gene Bauer Ford. We are all about people. Not only are we all about people, we're not only about pickup trucks, we're also about customizing that pickup truck to your specifications. That's right. That's right, we're here. If you need, I know you need those six inch stacks going out the back of your pickup truck like a Freightliner hauling a bull wagon to the cattle sale. That's right, we'll finance those two because they can be a bit stiff on the price. That's right, we'll finance, we'll, put, we'll just roll them into that hourly payment plan you got. Not only that, we'll have that Calvin and Hobbs emblem pissing all over that Chevrolet bow tie. That's only 20 bucks, so probably don't want to finance that. It wouldn't be your liking. Gene Bauer Ford, you come by and see us. Hey, tu hermana es una perra, huh? What you think of that, cabrón? Hey, 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 this is Radar Ricardo, a de la serio, bringing you the Dryland Farmer Podcast weather update. Oh, but though I'm looking at the quantitative precipitation forecast, five to seven day. Oh, I guess La Nina and El Nino, man. Hey, they may be having a date night or something, because that green... Man, that green on that precipitation forecast is kind of inching, just kind of inching its way towards the Texas Panhandle. I mean, mostly it's going to, you know, rain hard in like Oklahoma and stuff. And California, man, that whole beach of place is going to slide up all the way into the Pacific Ocean, man. It might it might just like shake on south of Mexico, man. Mexico's always wanted California back, man, man. But so here's their chance. But, you know, hey, you got to get your, you got to get yours when you can. Ah, ah, ah. Well, for your local forecast there in the Texas Panhandle, it's Amarillo, man. Uh-oh, it's gonna be nice and... Man, it's been all pitch of windy, like, for the last seven, like, weeks, man. Man, like, crazy wind. Like, mucho loco. But anyway, you know, today, it's... Ah, it's, uh, it's gonna be 69 today, Vato. But hey, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 80, 88, 75, 81. Man, Vato, you're gonna get out your shorty shorts, man. And go out there, and, uh, yeah, man, you swing that... Swing that golf club around, man. Vato, maybe you can find the fairway. Hey, hey, that's your forecast. Uh-oh, let's not forget our sponsor. Oh, yeah, it's Gene Bauer Ford. Gene Bauer Ford, you come in here, and we'll tell you, yes, you can afford it. Finance it for seven years, Vato, and make, hell, make weekly payments. We love to see your pitching culo come in the door, man. It's all great and wonderful. Gene Bauer Ford, $80,000 pickups are nothing, man, when they're $100 weekly payments, Vato. Just do the math. Hey, 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 this is Radar Ricardo de la Serio. And back to you. Hey, cabrón, you tell your pizza sister to get back over here, Vato. No, I'm serious this time. Híjole. Well, thanks, Ricky. Once again, that sounds like a little more positive forecast. At least you're giving us a chance. Maybe in that jet stream, maybe it'll come on down and uh, show us a little love here in the Texas Panhandle. Well, let's get into this second segment. And uh, it's a, sometimes it gets a touchy segment. You start dogging on some people's songs, and they get a little upset. But, hey, we keep it real here on the Dryline Farmer Podcast. And, and the conflicting thing on some of these songs that we're going to kind of bust out on is we actually like 
one of the songs we like all but about two lines of it, but the two lines really makes you sour. It just really it really hurts my feelings, Lynn, and I, that's how I feel about it. But uh, anyway, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna actually have these things playing in the background, at least in our headphones. And if hopefully you've seen the video, these music videos, they still do them. It's there anyway. We're on YouTube. Okay, so yeah, the first song we're gonna get to Whiskey Myers. He's got some good songs, and it's it's really a shame that we have to to dog on this one. The Ballad of a Southern Man. I know there's just probably millions of... I'm looking at a YouTube right now. There's been 6.2 million views, 35,000 thumbs ups, and 1,300 downs. So, apparently, if, hey, if I could get 1,300 people to listen to this podcast that agree with me that this song sucks in parts, man, I tell you what, I could die a happy man as the song goes. Maybe even a southern man. But well, I'm going to go ahead and start playing this, and we're just going to kind of tell you what we see and how we see it. Yeah, so he starts out. His first rifle was a 243, and he's he's standing in a picture. It looks like Andy Griffith went and got a bad haircut at Mount Pilot. Anyway, and the first phrase he says after that is, "He just you, that's just something you probably don't understand." He grew up on a prison farm. Landon, go ahead. I don't understand it. I think I think he should have got started off with a shotgun. Well, you would think that would be the NRA approved method. And why do you think he grew up on a prison farm? Hmm. There's a shocker. I doubt his dad was working there. Maybe that was before he could legally grow marijuana. Well, maybe so. Anyway, see, so yeah, let, let's continue on. And anybody that lives near Pickle Creek Dam is already in a... They're already behind the eight ball, as it were. Grandma's in the kitchen, and Landon, what did you say, apparently, as we listen to the song? What's, what's it about, Grandma, that everybody else in the video doesn't do? I said, evidently, in the South, Grandma's the only one that does any work. <laughs> it's one of those old, like, Norman Rockwell f- uh, photograph picture painting deals where she's standing in the kitchen and just working her freaking apron to the bones man and everybody else is sitting out on the front porch just picking on a song because they're all drunk off the shine and there's blood on the table gee i wonder where that came from maybe the chickens that they didn't want to hatch outside well you know he's gonna have to clean it up <laughs> grandma and yeah he goes through the whole whole song saying i guess that's something you don't understand okay now here this is where the police show up now i don't know if this whole video shows up uh talks about eminent domain or these people are getting foreclosed on because it's, there's a golf course next to it and these construction guys are saying hey man we got to get this thing built you got to get this mofo out of there even though it's a white dude now here's a good part of the song he pledges his allegiance to the original way well, that's nice and he says merry christmas not happy holiday that almost saves the entire song landed i understand that part yeah i mean who, who, who doesn't say Merry Christmas other than an atheist, maybe? This is about the only part of the song he actually explains. Yeah, I mean, he goes into it. It's almost like it's a right-wing talk radio show. And I swear, I thought that said Papa was drunk past dawn. Apparently, Papa done passed on. So I kind of got that one wrong. I think these people are always drunk. Man, I know. they're. Look at all those Marlboro <laughs> Reds in there, Landon. Good yeah. gosh, they got more heaters in there than a freaking titty bar. Yeah, they're putting them away. That's something we just don't understand, Landon. And we're in the South. They're going to grind you up in a big machine because you're just a poor little blue-collar person who doesn't know any better. And let these poor golfers putt already. I mean, at least let them play through is all I'm saying. No banker's going to steal from me. Well, I guess if you don't pay your loan, he's going to want everything back. Yeah, that's something he doesn't understand. Yeah. Something a little, something about a promissory note that just doesn't, just doesn't collect the dots. Okay, here comes the. Okay, there's Dad. He's sitting in a recliner 
smoking a heater, holding on to his, what is that? Is that a scatter gun or is that a rifle, Andy? That's a shotgun. Okay, that's about, maybe a side-by-side. Okay, they're walking up to the door. And they're going to start knocking on the door, said, come, put the gun down and come to the door, Landon. That was like a single shot. He's well, not He's not too bright. Apparently, eminent domain and foreclosure is not near as bad as capital murder. He just, oh, he's getting that itchy tri- trigger finger. Oh, there you go. And then they, co- and then they fade to black. That oh, was, man. Those guys took John Cougar Mellencamp's Rain on the Scarecrow to the whole new level right there. <laughs> You know, it's just a song. They don't have to take John Mellon. Who takes John Mellencamp literal anyway? <laughs> Jeez. Okay, and now here's a Sonic commercial in between our next video. <laughs> yeah, happy hours two to five. <laughs> Those two dudes in that convertible, man. They're I, I can't help but like them. Yeah, I understand them. <laughs> I, yeah, that may be that may be us. That may be a podcast we hadn't heard of. Two dudes in the Sonic car. Well, moving on to the next song, and this one, Landon, this one really hurts my soul, really hurts my heart, because I like this song. It's Keep the Wolves Away. It's by Uncle Lucius, so everybody on your YouTube, just go ahead and type that in, follow along with us, and um, we'll just carry on, because, man, this has got the bass guitar sound, it's got the blues sound, it's got the dude with the cool voice. It It just hurts my heart to bust on this song, but I can't help it. I can't help it. It's... It's just over-glorifying the underdogness of the blue-collar man. And uh, most all of us, at one point or another, were the underdog. And, you know, some of us still are. A lot of us still are. But it's about the poor guy. He works on the oil rigs. And, of course, the big oil. They're evil. They're bad guys. They're, you know, so he's... Anyway, so the video starts out as his wife's got half of her curlers in. She's wearing her denim dress that I don't know why it's... You think this is set in the present, or is it... I guess this is in the past, isn't it, Landon? I think it's both. This is, <laughs> this is crazy. It's like a multiple-dimension country song, is what it basically is what you're saying. There's some guy singing with a glorious beard. It's it's, it's, it's out there. And there's one he- there's one hell of a draft in the, in the room. Every scene, there's a hell of a draft. Anyway, but yeah, like I said, man, the song, the sound, it's just awesome. Brent, Brent that draft is, is, is the wolves trying to blow the house down. Oh. Well, he was in the beginning of this video. The little boy is reading the three little pigs, uh, the three little pigs story. He just he just knocked down his Lincoln log deal, so already he's got a sadistic boy. Yeah, this is definitely late seventies, early eighties. If they're playing with Lincoln logs, yeah, yeah. Hey, I've got Lincoln logs, man. Anyways, but what set me off in this song is the line said. Uh, what was the line? It said. When I was barely 13, when the company man tried to dig my daddy's grave. Yeah, I'm sure the company man was just trying to kill your dad. He gave your dad a job on an oil rig. He was probably making somewhat decent money. I mean, I, in the video, he's wearing a jumpsuit. Apparently, he had enough money to buy you a guitar, and there's like a 12-inch black and white sitting on the table over there by your mom. At least she changed from the denim skirt to something else. I was them. I'd sell some of that nice wall art and get a bigger TV. <laughs> it's the the wall art is nostalgic, but it's something you'd usually find in a Motel Six uh, suite. <laughs> but yeah, that's like I said that that line about the by the company man trying to dig his daddy's graves. That's really the only line that really hurts my heart, Landon. I mean, it hurts right here in my soul, right around, right by my heart, where all that water is. All that water is starting to reta- get retained. <laughs> But the rest of the song, honestly, is pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. The sound, the mood, everything. I don't get it. We're in the afternoon at this point, and the mom's hair is not curly. Yeah. 
Yeah, she had like those four inch. She had that four inch pipe roller she's got going on there, and like the wind is still going. But the big reason, the reason this song is not at the top of the list, because as you go further on into the towards the end. The son, he's made it to the top. Well, he had made it to the top. He's made it to the old honky tonk, but he's making these good songs, and he's going to talk about taking care of his old man and his and his old mom because it's his turn to keep the wolves away. Well, man, I just got to hand it to you there. You're taking care of your old pops and your old mom. That uh, you know, they're all he's sicker than a dog. Now they're at the food court, not the food court. <laughs> they're not at the mall. They're at the food bank. Sorry. And these these guys are having are struggling playing these instruments. Those wolves are really huffing and puffing here. <laughs> it took yeah everybody. I had to pause because I didn't know any idea what Landon just said. But yeah, keep the wolf. They're keeping the wolves away, man. So yeah. Anyway, the song goes on. It ends. He's got the good song. He's got the big Duck Dynasty beard. Now he's talking about taking care of his parents. So that song is not the worst, but that one line just it irks me. I guess you know sometimes you got to complain about the man because it's so overdone. Everybody complains about the man, even though I said earlier. Everybody wants to be the man. So keep the wolves away. Don't don't keep it in your back pocket, but don't put it in your front pocket either. It's not the ballad everybody wants to hear. But now we're going to move on to the granddaddy of all the crappy Woe Is Me songs. That's right. That's right. You've probably heard it. Drinking Class by Lee Bryce. I'm topping it in right now. All I had to do was type in shitty country song, and it brought up Drinking Class. I had, I had never heard this song, and Brent told me to listen to it, and... I pull it up, and you see the guy on the album, and he's just this big douchebag with a necklace and a backwards hat, and I, I knew it was going to be horrible, and it, it is. I mean, you're not you're not supposed to wear a backwards cap in a country song. That's the whole point. And I love country, especially Texas country. But no, okay, you're not Tony Romo. So this first line, he's talking about getting up with the rooster, so if anybody needs to keep the wolves at bay, it's probably this guy because he's using a chicken for an alarm clock. You don't figure he's got an iPhone? I don't know. I mean, when, how long have alarm clocks been around? Since like the probably the 20s or 30s? <laughs> At least since Capone was running the streets. Mm. But yeah, so let's go ahead and follow along with this song, Landon. You're up when the rooster crows, and you clock out at eight. At, when the whistle blows, boy, you're really going that extra mile and not wanting to work past overtime. This guy only has to work five days a week. Sounds like he's got it pretty good. Yeah, I mean, how many? that's banker's hours. I mean, come on. Your second chin is not telling the whole world that you're starving to death either, son. <laughs> they can't keep it. Who's keeping you down? Who is keeping you down? How come they can't stack hay right? <laughs> I know. And now that guy's rolling up tobacco. He's sticking it to all the other poor people that are smoking cigarettes. If you can only get three square bells in the back of your extended or your long bed, that's that's not good. Well, when you're being kept down by the man, you can't buy a long bed, Landon. I guess when you're drinking all day. <laughs> Yeah, when you're a member of the drinking class, you're automatic. Yeah, uh oh, okay, Landon. Here, okay, we're showing up to the job site, and the old evil bosses—they got their coats and ties on. Oh, but they're wearing hard hats, so it's keeping them real. At least they don't have their fake, their long sleeves rolled up like they're <laughs> fixing to do a political rally in some rust town in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and if you look in the background, there's like three or four people just not doing anything <laughs> they're, they're just they're just brown bagging it landon yeah. <laughs> but it says on the clock it's 10 30 in the morning so and yeah this guy poor guy he's staring at the clock it's 9 45 in the morning you <laughs> and, the rooster didn't crow early that morning <laughs> jeez 
Uh, now they're all at the bar. They're spending all their money they had. I'm guaranteeing you, Landon, these people go give out lottery tickets for Christmas presents, for stocking stuffers. Oh, I love scratch-offs. <laughs> now the dude's got a 98 Camaro, piece of crap, and he just went and bought $5 at the gas pump, and he's smoking those tires pulling out of the gas station, Landon. He's, he's back on the road with his big red. He's, he's good to go. <laughs> That's right. Big red. Big red's way underrated. Why are you here? It's it's echoing. You know, if I if I could find a ball cap that still had like the little snap but plastic buttons on the end, I'd probably wear it backwards too. Shoot, yeah, man. Have your have your five hairs going out the hole above the strap but below the cap <laughs> top. <laughs> Basically what we're getting at on this on this whole video is if you don't wanna be if you don't wanna be like if you wanna be more than middle class, because all these people are middle class, none of these people are poor. None of these people listen to the podcast are poor. Everybody, we're all here. We're probably middle class, doing fine. If you don't want to be a member of the drinking class, don't just think about having a little fun, a little music, a little whiskey, and a little beer. And uh, chances are you're probably going to make it. Why don't you go open up a go open up a Roth IRA or something at least? You know, a nice little portfolio because I don't th- I don't think investing in Dale Earnhardt memorabilia is really going to get your kids into Harvard. No kidding. Instead of getting that fifty dollar tattoo of an eagle on your arm, just put that away. <laughs> It's like Jeff Foxworthy said, if you've ever financed a tattoo. (laughs) Yeah, the bottom line is save your money and don't drink it all on the weekends and work longer than eight to five and you'll be fine. Now, we picked out a few quick little fun, fun songs that we thought would redeem some of these bad songs that we brought out. And um, they're not fancy. They're not deep. They're not philosophical. They're just the truth. That's right. And, you know, if you're like me, you listen to them several times. Buy me a boat. Dude talking about how he knows money can't buy happiness, but it can buy him a 16-foot bayliner. That's that's the truth. There's nothing wrong about that. That sounds reasonable. Yeah, so buy me a boat by Chris Jansen. That's a good one. Drunk on a plane. Dude freaking buys this whole fancy honeymoon. Chick dunk, dumps him at the freaking altar. Well, by God, he's going to still go on that honeymoon. I mean, I would. If you saw the flight attendants in this video... I mean, you know, if you're okay with Dirk Bentley taking over the plane after the pilots pass out from being drunk, it's, you know, you got nothing to worry about. Yeah, it kind of explains why she probably left him. Yeah. <laughs> but another another good working class song is Working Man by Rush. That's going back in the 70s, but simple and it's good. You're, you're more refined than I am, Lennon. I have to admit that. I have to admit that. Well, hey, guys, we're way long in this podcast, and we're going to get out of here, but we thought we'd just put out a little trash talk on some of these old kind of overused cliche that we all get screwed by the man songs. So if you have any other ideas, shout us a tweet out at Twitter at Trader Brent. That's at Trader Brent. And Landon, one more time. No twit Landon 44. That's how you get it right. No twit Landon 44. And until next week, we're going to be back on time. But until then, you keep it between the lines. And we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Dryline Farmer Podcast brought to you by Gene Bauer Ford. Don't get mean. Call Gene. The Dryline Farmer Podcast, all rights reserved. Our year of the Lord, 2018.